As usual, I'm Will. I'm here with Jody. Jody, how are you doing today? I'm good, Will. Okay, I think we should go right into the beer because I'm kind of thirsty. I was sitting outside. It's nice and hot. I'm as dry as a popcorn fart waiting to crack this. Okay, so you yeah, go first. Start. What do you got? Oh, you want? you? Okay. You go first. Tonight, I'm drinking the ever popular, the Landshark Lager. You've had these before, eh, Will? Like, yeah, out. of course. They were created uh, by uh, Jimmy Buffett. Margaritaville Brewery Company right there, which in Canada is brought to mm. us by the Waterloo Brewing Company, which is now owned by Carlsberg. Mm. So yeah, so it's a Landshark uh, premium lager. Not much to say about this. All of our listeners, I'm sure, know a Landshark. I'm just going to crack it and enjoy it because nice. it's cold and it's hot out and I'm dry. It's a good summer beer, that's for sure. Oh my goodness. It tastes like a hug. There you go. The first beer of the day on a Friday. You've been working oh. hard all day. You deserve that. That's right. Thanks, buddy. I've got something a little different. You know, I like the sours. I try to go to some different uh, LCBOs because I find some of them have different stock of the, uh, like the craft beers. Now, this one may be a hit or it may just be a total miss. I read some reviews and some were yay and some were nay. It's from Lost Craft Brewery, which is in uh, the big city of Toronto. So it's a flavored beer. It's a rocket pop sour. So you remember the rocket pops? Yes. So I don't really know if this is going to work as a beer. They have like a rocket pop, like vodka cooler that I tried one Coolers. Time. And it was good. It tastes like a rocket pop. Beer, I'm not sure. Lost Craft, I've had a few of their beers. Pretty good. I don't say think I've had a lot. So let's give this a shot. I honestly have never tried this before. So here we go. Sounds good. Opening is ambitious. Now again, thanks to Danielle, I'm just going to pour a little bit. Because, you know, I find these sours are, are very carbonated, so it's also good to, uh, you know, pour them in the in the glass, if that's what you prefer. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. It actually does taste like a Rocket Pop really? beer. It really does. And you know what? I read a review where guys like, this is gross, it's disgusting. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to try it anyways. That's actually quite good. Now, I don't, I don't mind the flavored beers. As long as the underlying beer itself, can you taste the decent quality beer and, and then they throw in the syrups and the flavors or whatever they do? It's a decent beer to start. Exactly. It's not like I've had a few that we've talked about in the past where it's literally, you feel like they're just taking a regular beer and they're mixing some fruity flavor in it and it doesn't work. This is a flavored beer, a sour. It's only 5.1%, so it's not super beer strong, but you get the beer taste and I find that it doesn't uh, it doesn't come across too sweet, too sugary sweet. I like it. Yeah, it's good. I was surprised. Nice. I didn't think I'd like it. So uh, Lost Craft, it's available at your Liquor Control Board of Ontario store. Now, I have to uh, let you know, do you realize that the opening of the beer sounds last episode were fake? Oh, really? Really? Yeah. No, we've been testing out the episodes going to video. We get video every episode. We haven't put a video on up. So I wanted to test out a program where I could edit the video and then turn it into audio. But I screwed up and I somehow got rid of the beer open sounds. I didn't want to go back and start from scratch. So I just got the like stock sound of, uh, of a beer opening. And it sounded pretty good. And obviously, uh, all seven people that listened to uh, that episode weren't uh, upset with it. So if we're letting our secrets out, let's let our secret out now. If they see us go to video, my second chin is a prosthetic. Oh. Okay, just so the listeners know, my second chin's a prosthetic. I'm as thin as a rake that everything else is a fat suit, and uh, it's just the way I roll. So there we go. Secrets out.
And I'll let people know that glare coming off my bald head is natural. I don't work for that. It just happens. The light somehow follows my head. Look, it, it actually is doing it right now. It actually does. The light is No matter where head. you go. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Why is it doing that? That's actually kind of weird. That's crazy. I don't know. Dome, you tell us. Anyways, I'm going to try and get the real sounds in. Uh, we may as well talk about it. We're going to try for episode 30 to have that go on the YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel that we're just oh, testing out. Oh, Jesus. We've got all the uh, back-end work going on. Uh, we're hoping to make it a little bit fun. You know, again, it's not going to be extra long episodes. It's pretty much going to be the same as you'd get for the audio. It's not going to be different. Just working out the editing. And there's some pretty cool things that you can do. And, and the main thing is we're having fun with it. So... Oh, God. I'm having a blast. We're talking about, like, weird things. What do you think about this whole thing in the U.S. where they say that they, they've got proof of uh, UFOs and that the government's hiding it? Is this actually happening now, or was this still just the same crazy stuff from the past? Just my opinion. UFOs and ghosts, and they're all just power of suggestion. The uh, creative juices in the mind running amok. I don't believe in, in aliens. I don't believe in UFOs. I don't believe in ghosts. There's usually a scientific explanation for pretty well everything out there so i don't know they got that area 51 are they actually hiding aliens and spaceships in there or are they hiding some other secret and playing a bit of smoke and mirrors who knows if they got it where's the proof i want to see physical proof don't show me some video that can be doctored you know what i like all that stuff i like those movies but i i don't believe because you know the truth is out there but i want to see the truth We live in a world of the most HD video capture you can imagine. Yet for some reason, these videos where their uh, surgeons are in a closed glass room and they're slicing up an alien, looks like it was drawn with freaking crayons and paper. <laughs> like So, like, I mean, if it's real, that's part of my case of why I figure it's fake. I'm kind of with you, you know. I'd like to believe that it's real, but I don't think that we have any proof. We explain some of the politicians, people that we have to deal with. And you know what? who would really it would explain? Keith Richards. That guy's got to be an alien. Holy Christ. The only part that makes me sad about Keith Richards is I won't be around for his funeral. <laughs> Nobody he's going to be well. He's going to beat us. His great, great grandchildren will be the ones that will be around and they'll probably be in their 80s. So Jody, you went to see the uh, Sound of Freedom film and that's the, uh, the big topic uh, that all the kids are talking about. Some controversy. Uh, you know, give us a review. Let us know what it was about and what you liked about it and uh, what you didn't like. It's not a documentary, which I didn't think it was going in, but I just, I think a lot of people were thinking it's a documentary of, of this guy who fights uh, child um, trafficking and human he trafficking. He fights children? Yeah, in the traffic, out in the streets, oh. right in the middle of the cars. It's a good movie. A couple of things. It is based on true events. So that part I, I was really impressed with. It's a guy who works for the U.S. law enforcement in some capacity. Um, he helps try to not have children trafficked out of the U.S. There's this one situation where this brother and sister from Honduras, they're taken. He's able to get the brother back, but not the sister. And he actually goes to his boss and says, I'm going, I'm leaving the country. I'm going to get her. I can't not. And the boss is like, no, we got the brother. That's, that's good. Like we can't catch them all. He did not give up. Spoiler alert. He goes, wait till you see how it's done. The downside is I drive a big giant truck. So when I go to the drive-in, they ask me to park in the back rows because if not, I block a lot of cars. Because there's, there's, you know, in Mexico and Honduras, there's a lot of uh, Spanish spoken, a lot of subtitles. Unfortunately, it's a long way to the screen from the back row, and we couldn't quite catch the subtitles. It's still a good movie. I mm -hmm. captured the essence of it. I loved it. 
I can't wait till it comes on streaming. I can watch it in the basement on a 65 inch screen. I'm going to capture everything, but, uh, but it's a good movie. It's really, it's selling. It's mm -hmm. awakening a lot of people. There's a lot of people backing it now. The downside is today, I just saw a title, and I think it's from a reliable source. One of the financial backers, because this was an indie film, was just charged and arrested for child kidnapping. I saw that too, yeah. Who do you trust anymore? I don't know. It's unbelievable. And, but you know what I saw with that, and it was actually interesting where the news article, they said one of the thousands of backers that supported the film was charged with this. So they were kind of saying, you know what, hey, there's a lot of people supporting it. This doesn't really reflect on the film, which, you know, I mean, we think about it, like there was a lot of good films that Harvey Weinstein was the producer of, and he was a scumbag. So, you know. And that Kevin Spacey was in, even though he's acquitted. Exactly. He was in him. He's a, he's a scumbag. The story is unreal. What this guy does, what he goes through, unbelievable. If I had his skill set, was able to disappear from my family and go to the dark belly of the world and help kids like this, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Okay, so this Jason Aldean thing, is this still happening? Like, I, I saw clips of the song. And no matter what you feel about what he's saying, it's just a dumb song. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not anti-country. I would just say I'm just not pro-country. I, I there was that remember that auctioneer song I like that one that's about the only country song I've liked oh, in about thirty years okay but um, oh yeah I guess the, I guess everything has died down a little bit so um yeah it's still making some waves um it was a flash in the pan mm -hmm. uh what's his, uh who's Gwen Stefani's boyfriend from the uh, America's Got Talent or The Voice oh what's uh, his name Blake Shelton Blake Shelton. Yeah. Blake Shelton did come forward and he had a $30 million project that he was going to do with CMT because CMT took Jason Aldean in the rotation. Blake Shelton pulled his project oh, and said, I won't do yeah. business with CMT. So there goes, it cost him 30 million bucks. Mm. So, mm. and people are liking the song. And again, I'm not a big country fan either. Like the melody in that means nothing to me. The message he's sending, I'm, I'm fine with it. There's a lot of people that aren't, but I'm like, again, it goes back to, you want to be a dick, pay the price, pay the piper, just be a good human being. Just leave people alone. Be, be to yourself. But there's too many out there that don't. You know who is a good human being? I don't think we've talked to this before, is the Iraq. You are. Dwayne Johnson. You are. Thanks. You are too, buddy. I saw a clip today that actually made me think of who's really good role models. There's a clip out on, on the uh, on the internet interwebs. I think it's in Los Angeles. And the police were called because these kids were playing basketball on the street really loud. And this one cop showed up and said, I see no problem with playing basketball. And he shot a few hoops. Nice. And then he went back to the precinct and he got a few. He says, I'm going to go get some of my friends. We'll come and we'll play a game of five on five with you kids. And the kids are like, yeah, it sounds cool. And they roll back in with Shaq. Have you seen this clip? That's who we talked about before, that Shaq is a great human. But yeah, that even more of a reason. Shaq is very much a philanthropist. He spends... He doesn't spend on big corporations. He spends at the grassroots level. He takes kids from the neighborhood that he grew up in who can't afford, like, you know, just even dress shoes or running shoes to go. And he takes them to the store. Like, he loves supporting the big kids with a size 17 feet like him. Like, he's – and but then you tell yourself, okay, when's the last time I heard about Shaq in the headlines in a negative or controversial way? So there's a male role model. You know who another – a female role model is I think is great? Only because she doesn't show up in the headlines? Taylor Swift. She's yeah. a problem-free child. She – she just puts out albums because she can't hold a boyfriend. Okay, big deal. <laughs> but she just she's never in the news for doing no. stupid shit, bad shit. She's just a just does her job, plays it straight. Yeah, so exactly. Who else? She just announced the uh, Taylor Swift uh, was like <laughs> seventy two concerts at the Rogers uh, Center. You no, know, like six concerts, yeah, no. which is great. 
they're going to sell out. Oh gosh, it's, yeah. they'll sell out. It's because she didn't have any Canadian dates or no Toronto dates mm. on her first layout, and the, her fans up here got upset. So she came in balls out six shows, dude. She's one away from a residency. Sorry, um, wow. you can edit that out. No, no, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Costco. When you go to Costco's, do you taste test everything that they have? I don't, you know. Oh, buddy, I've gone through and I've changed my coat to go through again <laughs> and get to get a little pita or pot sticker or something. If I'm walking through Costco and they got free stuff, uh, it's on. I come out of there full. I used to never taste it because I have a bit of a, of OCD. Then, you know, I kind of missed it during COVID when they didn't have it. So they brought it back. And I've, I've tried a few things. You know, it's like, oh, you oh know yeah, what? that's good. Let's get some of that. And other things I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get. Uh, they had some pierogies and they were like, just not good. No, I was like, yeah. I'm not going to buy this. Nothing better to build build the immune system than a little bit of like, urinal piss on an edge of a pierogi, right? It's Yeah, true. That's so true. You know what? You know, with the whole COVID being at home, we got to build immunity back up because we're all getting sick all the time. So I've been spitting on people for weeks now. Oh, really? Just getting them tough. Is yep. that par- part of your new job? No. I do. I, hey, trust me. You'll thank me later. That's what I tell them. Now, we've got a few other topics we could uh, we could bring up today. I think we wanted to, at one point, talk about some of our favorite small towns and least favorite small towns in Ontario, but we don't necessarily want to uh, ostracize or uh, upset anybody. But give me one of your, let's let's see, this is, kind of, this is kind of on the spot. Give me one of your favorite small towns. Give me one of your favorite um, small towns and one of your not so favorite small towns in Ontario. I obviously start out and say, I'm biased and I say I love Gravenhurst because I live there. Yes. People are amazing, but something, okay, so let's choose something where you don't live. Anywhere where they have fresh butter tarts. Any small town you can go into and they have fresh butter tarts at the general store is my favorite small town. Have you ever been to Angus? Yeah, well, my brother-in-law used to live there. Oh, Uh, on purpose? No, just, he lived just on the outside of Angus. He lived in Lyle, Lissel, right across from the Lyle Legion. Wow. Uh, But we we drove through Angus a lot. Yeah, Angus is a less than stellar town. It's like a little lost out there in the edge of farm. We used to call it um, Little Chicago. (laughs) <laughs> nice what about uh seabright you've been to seabright oh yeah i got a couple friends that live in seabright big log builders log home builders out there really yep there's no sea there at all no it's so it's a big lie and little britain like it's not little britain it's like micro britain why did they call it micro- the little britain it's micro britain there's no buckingham palace it's all balls and full of shit there's nothing there there's there's nothing i don't think there literally is anything there we'll talk about this another time we'll think about you know some of our favorite and least favorite small towns hey you know what are you listening do you have a least favorite and a favorite yeah. small town maybe you're Tell in us. a small town maybe you're in um air ontario maybe you're in perry sound maybe you're in new well as i was gonna say new lisker but it's called Temiskaming shores New Lowell. New Lowell. Maybe you're in... Imagine being in town, New Lowell. It's L-O-W-E-L-L, but it sounds like you're hitting a new low. New Lowell. <laughs> and Newton Robinson. That's a town. What? Newton Robinson. That's. Are you serious? That's really yeah. Newton Robinson? Newton Robinson is a town. Okay. 
Um, you know, there's, there's going, so many. You got your. I'm going for a drive tomorrow. Then I got to go find Newton Robinson. Where I, is it? Uh, I think it's uh, south of Barry. If you go on like the high, uh, the Highway 27, <laughs> south there. Don't don't be so specific. Oh. South of Barry. <laughs> That's true. That's like where the seventy five percent of the country lives. It's, it's in the middle of, of the province. South of there, eh? Well, listen, you know what? I, uh, since I, this is my first time living in Southwest Ontario, I've been to Dublin. I've been to Paris. I've been to Scotland, Ontario. Like there's all these towns out there. And then, oh, Dublin. Dublin is a great place. They have this mercantile. It's the Dublin mercantile. It's a very small town. This place is amazing. You go in there and they've got like all sorts of crazy things. Like it's an old town uh, like general store where you can get candles and you got puzzles and you got everything. Great little spot. Dublin. You got Clinton, Clinton, Ontario, not named after Bill. Jesus. Yeah. So anyways, never been there. I know some of these, you just don't know. I got to get more. If you're listening from outside of Ontario, which we know we have some listeners because of course last week, our maple, our maple dips last week, our dips of the week were from outside, you know, talk, we'll talk about uh, small towns in your province or territory. Here's a challenge for the listeners. Share this to the farthest person you know on social media and have them come on here and list where they're from. Let's see where the far reaches of the maple dip splashes. Like, where does the, the last dip drip really fall? I just got a brilliant idea, Jody. Oh, fuck. What? I know. <laughs> we, I'm going to find somebody from, like, the other side of the earth, like Australia or New Zealand or like oh uh, Tasmania, and I'm going to get them as a guest on our show, and we're going to just quiz them on oh, Canadian stuff. That would be bloody awesome. Are you? Ser- Do you know people down there? Or you just want to? Uh, I don't really. That's the problem. But I'll find them. Let's find them. I have friends of mine on social media that have family in Australia. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. When this episode comes out, I'm going to message you, Sheena Murray. I want to invite your daughter. She's a Canadian girl who lives in Australia. Okay. Come on the show. I'm, let's do it. But she needs to bring a Sheila with her. Well, if she's in Australia, she would be a Sheila, isn't she? Oh, yeah. I, get, I, I can't get that shit right. Well, if a, if, a, if a woman in Australia is a Sheila, what's a man? Like a Frank? Uh, a Dundee? A Dundee? I don't know. Anyways, this is a great idea. Like most of my other ideas, it'll probably never happen. But it was great to think about it. So. <laughs> well, you know what? We've got busy stuff coming up. Next weekend, Jody and I are going to the uh, infamous Back to the Farm event in the greater Gravenhurst area. It's back to the farm, Muskoka edition. Muskoka it's got to be specific. Edition. Yes, right. Yep. It's a local small small beer festival and barbecue we go to. Most likely we will be intoxicated. Note to self, note to self, Google intoxicated. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so that should be fun. Uh, anything else uh, coming up that, uh, you know, other than the rest of the summer? For the first time in a long time, I finished my whole beer inside the time frame that we recorded this podcast because this land shark is so tasty so a shout out to tony king who's with waterloo who got me who set me up with this land shark and a couple other waterloo very good i'm i'm really happy i had it you know we haven't had a guest in a while and i think that maybe before our 30th episode we should see if we can get a guest so either you know a sheila uh, somebody that likes beer or drinks beer Oh, I have a friend and her and her um, husband, they have been over to over a hundred breweries in Canada. So basically they started going to breweries, basically, you know, they do uh, flights and stuff too, but they'd also get a glass from every brewery. So they've been to over a hundred. So it's hard to find a place that they haven't been to. I'd like to talk to them. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to get uh, get one of them or both of them on the podcast. Would it be too ballsy to name them, or is that too too early? Um, maybe a little too early. I because I, okay. I asked her if she listens to podcasts. She's like, no, that's not my thing. I said, well, what if you're on the podcast? Will you listen then? So you know, hey, that would be a reason to listen if you're on the podcast. There's also a him. Yes, she's a sourpuss, but let's talk to him. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be, uh, if I mentioned that I mentioned her in this episode, maybe she'll listen. You know what? That would maybe. be a great thing to talk about all the different breweries that they've been to in across the Love country because they've been ones down east in BC. Tell us where their favorites are. I'll, I'll name her on air right now. Her name is Mrs. That's all I know. You know, we're kind of focused more on the stories and the beer. Jeez, you did finish your one. She's empty. Damn, I'm almost done. Sometimes. This, uh, Rocket Pop Sour. All right, Jody. Well, that's been another great episode. And folks, don't forget, coming up, episode 30, we're going video. It's going to be great, or we're going to have to wear bags over our heads. I'm going to wear skinny jeans. No, I'm just, no, I'm not. No, I don't know why I said that. I, wow. Anyways. Okay, we'll talk about it. Well, um, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just pass it off to you. All right, everybody. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you tell your friends. And if you haven't, let's just keep that our little secret. Bye-bye, everybody. Holy Christ.